Hey, I'm Max Olmsted. And I'm Jordan Johnson. And we're here to talk about the Top Hat Balloon Show. Yeah, it's a sketch comedy series. Uh, each episode is a wacky new thing that uh, will just fill your heart with joy. Comes out every week. Listen to it's it. Weekly. Yeah. Go watch. Go watch a thing. You can subscribe to the Top Hat Balloon Show on iTunes or YouTube, or visit its website at tophatballoonshow.com. studio demands it and exercise in creative thinking where we will challenge ourselves to conceptualize pitch and craft a film based on the stipulations of a hypothetical hollywood overlord i am tcd wit and joining me as always is my co-host jim don't call me samantha brazelic how you doing jim don't call me samantha <laughs> uh so what are we doing here um though this is our second episode though there might be some new listeners so i will just say we talk movies all the time don't we jim all the time in particular we complain about the choices made in certain blockbusters and franchises and of course as any good decent red-blooded nerd does we automatically assume we could do better <laughs> <laughs> even with the demands and restrictions that were clearly put upon the production in question yep. and i'm a writer you're, i am also you're a writer a, yep we both have we're both filmmakers we both direct you're an actor i'm an actor right so we are not without our experience okay so jim how you doing i'm doing good welcome back Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me back. No, this is our thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is half, half mine. Thank yes, you. Yes, this for, is half yours. This, we have joint yeah. custody of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, how are you feeling? We, we were talking off mic before we started yeah. since our last episode. How are you feeling yeah. about, uh, uh, about this? Good. I still feel, uh, I feel very confident about that last episode. I'm mm -hmm, mm -hmm. feeling less confident about this one, <laughs> uh, right? Because this is, this, this is, Nerve wracking. Yeah, uh, this is because, all in good fun. Well, it, it is, uh, but it's it's man, it's an interesting dynamic because we don't plan any of this out, mm -hmm. um, and so it's I I this is going to be a terrible analogy, but I'm equating it to kind of a sports game mm -hmm. where you can practice and be ready, <laughs> but you don't even know how what's going to happen when you get out on the field. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty fair analogy. <laughs> if we're good at anything, it's analogies. It's yeah, like it's it's, it's like. We're really good at analogies. It, it, is, it is. It is like that. It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were uh, sharing a little bit of fear though, because like because well, it's Halloween. It's, ooh, it's mm. a spooky time. See now we're recording this near the near the season of Halloween. <laughs> it's true. I shouldn't. We don't I know shouldn't it. go. You have dated. I this shouldn't episode. date the episodes. <laughs> this is coming out in the spring. Welcome to 1985. <laughs> oh, 1985. <laughs> um, why did I do it that way? I do not know. Because that's how they talked in the old timey in the old times. In the nineteen eighty, 1980s are now the old timey times. Isn't eight, if we wanted to do like eighties stuff, wouldn't it be more like a hey, radical dude? It would be, yeah. <laughs> um, but you also had some fear, like some reservations. Uh, so for last last episode, for those who might not have gone and listened to it, we did Die Hard, mm -hmm. and you had shared a little bit of concern over the fact that you hadn't actually seen Die Hard Five. Oh yeah, I obviously yeah, had right. for the amount of complaint I had for it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I won't go into that detail. You can just go listen. But I think that's okay that you haven't it's seen. It's okay to have not seen the the works that we are discussing? Yes, because the whole concept behind this is that we are, we are 
meeting the demands of some hypothetical studio, right? Sure. How often do you think those like higher ups are trying to make decisions on franchises that they don't have an effing clue about? So the fact oh. that you were making decisions based on something you didn't see is exactly how some studios make films. Okay, you make me feel better about yeah. my apprehensions. Yeah, so I mean, just think of like the classic John Peters story that Kevin Smith told about the, him sitting down and yeah. hearing the Superman. Like, who's Kal-El? Who's the Man of Steel? Who's the last son of Krypton? Just say Superman, right? Because that's <laughs> what I know. <laughs> so you don't need to feel bad. Okay. Yeah, and take that into consideration for whatever we do from this point on. <laughs> okay, yeah, that that does sort of uh, reframe reframe it for me. You're the idiot studio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, we're, I guess, we're working I guess for the, the idiot studio. <laughs> the reason that it's it's uh, still nerve wracking is mm-hmm. is a recreating the movie that is mm-hmm. right. Like the whole idea is if we're like, oh, we didn't like that, let's remake it, and then I just say the same thing that happened. <laughs> no, what this, is, what is this? You've what done is exactly what the studio <laughs> made the guy do. We were trying to fix this stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, the the other one, oh, I had I had it, and now it's gone. Um, the, the other angle that, that I'm uh, afraid of doing is, um, no, I forgot it. Like franchises totally, and not having seen all the... Sort of. Yeah. Um, well, I know you, you I had... I forgot the point. I was gonna, we, we had discussed you for, feel disingenuous, like, who the hell are we? Yeah. We, we are lovers of film. We are. And we have experience in film. And really in the grand picture of things, we wish we could do this. Sure, yeah. So why not have a little bit of wish fulfillment recorded for all the world to see here, <laughs> edit that they can, out <laughs> they can look they can look at the at the the wave file <laughs> yeah the wave file that's what we look like anyway yeah, we're that's just right you're squiggles oh, you're squiggly we're horizontal squiggles <laughs> it's because we lay down when we do this <laughs> well that's the only way to get the sound to come out i'm assuming that's how all podcasts are done yes Everyone lays down horizontally that's what podcast means yeah the 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 pod means prone casts mm-hmm. the original terminology for pod it was prone casting and then it sort of to pone cat and then pod. you get it you get it did you follow me on that one i of course i did that i was, was there no i was there every step of the way thank you <laughs> yes and yes and yes and <laughs> uh so should we jump in on this sure okay so uh, this is what we do we have a ridiculous pile of studio properties. We are randomly selecting each week. So we're trading off here. I picked Die Hard last week. Jim, you have the studio demanded movie of the of this episode, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. So we're gonna dive in here. Today, the studio demands. Uh so I recently watched the new mummy, the mummy twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Gotcha. And it was average. Oh, it actually God. wasn't awful it was average uh but it started with a giant logo for dark universe which has since been canceled because the mummy was a failure yes and dracula untold before that was a failure yes they're like no third try are you saying the studio's demanding a third try (laughs) the studio's demanding make dark universe work so i haven't seen dracula untold okay that's fine because dracula untold was erased by the mummy but the whole idea it was erased by it well they just just try it again. It was Amazing Spider-Man, then Spider-Man Homecoming style. Oh, see, I, I was assuming it was uh, more Avengers style where Dracula Untold stood uh, and then the mummy stood and they were going to eventually do something combining them. And if the original was bad, they were just going to Incredible Hulk it. I, where they're just going to say, okay, yeah, it's it's in there, but let's just, let's move on. As is my understanding, because Dracula Untold didn't 
pan out at all. It was not a financial critical success. They were just like, all right, let's try again. Let's go with the mummy. We got Tom Cruise this time. And that uh, Mr. Russ Crowe fella, mm-hmm. that big Australian dude from the 90s. You yeah. remember him? <laughs> Is he in the bad times at the hotel, motel Royale? Uh, Russell Crowe? Yeah. Whatever. It's <laughs> okay. Don't worry about it. No. So, so you're... No? You're... No. You're... <laughs> The studio's demanding yep. a, a dark universe. Yep. Universal Studios, dark universe. So yep. please continue. So, well, so my original thinking was I thought Dracula Untold was still a part of it. And if neither of us have seen it, I suppose it doesn't matter. But it is make dark universe work, mm-hmm. counting what has already come. Okay, counting so Dracula I, Untold. I have counting seen the mummy. I have seen Dracula Untold. And I have seen the mummy. Okay. So we'll 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 just assume that Universal Studios wants to maintain the properties they have mm-hmm. and they are saying it's Dracula Untold and the Mummy exist. Yes. Ooh, that is tough because the mummy was not good. But we have to maintain canon on this. Yeah. Because we want to keep Tom yeah. Cruise, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um now uh, uh, these are not hard rules that you have to stick with, but mm-hmm. things to consider. The the properties they had planned was Invisible Man. Johnny Depp was originally uh, set to play the Invisible Man. Man. Mm -hmm. And uh, Bride of Frankenstein, with no one attached. I thought Angelina Jolie was attached to that. Oh, was she? I I didn't know that. Bride of Frank, Invisible Um, Man, okay. Those are the only two properties that I know for sure. Wolfman, starring Javier Bardem, was was another one. Oh, okay. Look at you. No no one about it at all already. (laughs) So Universal Studios created the Monster Universe back in the, what, 50s? Yeah, kind of accidentally. Well, uh, just, yeah, Lon Chaney and um, Boris Boris Karloff. Mm -hmm. And it's because Frankenstein kind of took off as a a character and a franchise. So they just made a ton of Frankenstein movies and then started making, that works, Dracula movies. And also it worked on its own. It wasn't just a spinoff. So they had Um, Dracula, The Mummy, Invisible Man, um, uh, Creature of the Black Lagoon. Yep. And Bride of Frankenstein. Is that everybody? Yeah. Uh, there's probably a couple probably more. Because we'll consider- I remember, I know that when I was watching The Mummy, they had a couple like little uh, nods or or uh, Easter eggs mm-hmm. for them. Like there was a creature of the Black Lagoon hand in a jar. Ooh. So I don't know if that meant that that was done and over with or mm-hmm. if that means there's more and that's just one hand. Or It's a weird, kind of a weird Easter egg, but there it was. Is the studio demanding that we just halt the movie for five minutes to set up all the like new stuff or or the fact that they already did that in the mummy? We don't have to do that anymore. Um, I don't think we have to do that anymore because those are supposed to be a part of uh, a part of canon. Okay. Um, Like, for example, I write this dark universe. What exists so far is not amazing, but I loved the original Mummy, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, the Brendan Mummy. Fraser. You like? Yeah. The, you only like the first one. I only though. like the first one. I man, I love that movie. And they they nod to that franchise in the Mummy. They uh, the the Book of the Dead. The character, yeah, she. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I forget her name, uh, but she hits a dude with the book and drops it to the floor and the camera's like, look, it's look, this thing. This and is canon. Never references it again. So does well, that. And small side tangent <laughs> about that. The thing that really kind of <laughs> makes me laugh uh-huh. about that is that means in this universe, there are multiple 
evil mummies right. in the history of the of this world. There's a lot. There's a lot. Just the ancient world was full of evil people <laughs> getting mummified. And and like I I love the whole conceit, conceit that it's like, ooh, you're so evil. We're gonna just mummify you in case so so you can be resurrected. Kind of like well, um. Just, so the first one, the first one, uh, right, the Brendan Fraser one, it mm-hmm. was, oh, you're so bad. Uh, we're going to curse you. Yeah, Emotep, you're, we're going to curse you. And, and if anyone unburies you, screw them. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, and I think it was supposed to be kind of similar to the new one. With the new one, it's less the mummy curse. You unburied the mummy, so screw you. It's mm-hmm. more this mummy super evil. We can't kill it. We can only immobilize it. Oh, I see. Don't okay. ever unleash it. Or it's going to wreak havoc. And then it did. And it just so happened it found Tom Cruise. And it's like, Tom Cruise, you're you're the one. Come come here and I'm going to turn you into the, the bad guy. The bad mummy guy. Uh, actual dialogue from the movie. Yeah. yeah. So I, I so I will ask you in in this terms of this this encompassing dark universe, mm-hmm. is the Brendan Fraser trilogy canon to this universe? Or is that prop just a, an Easter egg for people noticing it? They did very I mean, clearly. I show prefer them. I prefer it as an Easter egg. But if you have an idea on how you want to incorporate it, uh, the studio's willing to hear it. Okay, there's a train going by right there's, now. Yeah, which there is, is definitely making it so, into the recording. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> okay. I can I can try to repeat the line I just no, no, said no, no, that's fine. the train. Okay. The will will not. I like the Brent, I like the mummy, and. I, I really like the mummy. I think it's a great successor to Indiana Jones mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the fun action adventure movies, which kind of don't exist anymore. I think mummy returns is fine. The third mummy is awful. I remember sitting there <laughs> going like, God, this is bad. Who wrote this? And then Alfred Goff and miles Millar's name come up and I'm like, I watched Smallville. <laughs> so not Canon. We're just going to consider Dracula untold and mummy as part of their set up for the dark universe with the plans of doing the ones forward. Do you have, you, if you're challenging me, I'm ready to go. Sure. But if you have some other stipulations or any, where, where do you go uh, with this? Not, you- not currently. I, I have, I have nothing right now. Okay. Right now I'm open to, to any ideas. Crack the knuckles. Crack the uh, neck. Oh, that was. Wow. You actually I did actually it. Did. That's, <laughs> that's not normal. <laughs> and I'm dead. Okay. So here's, here's my, and I feel like they kind of went this way with the mummy. Go ahead. Uh, I, I remembered. I did have an idea on, on how to kind of, once you have all the individual movies, mm-hmm. I had a couple ideas for how you do the Avengers style, bring them all together movie. Okay, good. Um, then that, I didn't, I didn't have necessarily the, the individuals. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you the individual. I think I have a concept for how we do the individuals. That okay. being said, is the end game for the dark universe to have the Avengers movie where they're all there? Um, well, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause, cause originally I was thinking, yes, uh, because right. That's the template. Everyone's trying to copy. Everyone like, Oh, let's <laughs> do, we want to do our version, but it doesn't have to be. I think we can go there. And if you have a concept for how to bring them all yeah, together. I, I have a concept that I think would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Also really hard to pull off and maybe kind of not something many people would want to watch. Okay. Well, let's <laughs> so, see. you know, that's always a good thing. <laughs> the studio <to> <laughs> loves this. Oh, you're pitching me an idea you don't think people are going to like. I mean, please continue. <laughs> I think, uh, I, I think a bunch of people would find it interesting. Okay. Um, I can think of, precedent in Hollywood as to why this would be something to pursue. Mm-hmm. But I can also see reasons why people would say, well, why would you do that? 
Well, okay, we'll we'll get to that with the bring them together Avengers movie. But we need to get to the Avengers movie, sure. which means we have Dracula, we have the Mummy, we need uh, the Wolfman, the Creature from Black Lagoon, the Invisible Man, Bride of Frankenstein. A couple more of these. We don't sure. might not need all four. Here's mm-hmm. my pitch for you, okay? And this is gonna it's it's a slight it's a deviation from what they've already had, but I think there's there's a precedent for this and how they treated Tom Cruise in the Mummy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think. Have a movie come out. Let's go. What's the, what's a good? I think the creature from the Black Lagoon or the Wolfman is the way to go here. We need a we need a creature. We need we need a thing. Okay, my pitch sure. is that they're not the main protagonist. They're not the main character. They are the antagonist, which is kind of what the Mummy was, right? The Mummy's okay. the title character, but she's the bad guy, and Tom yeah. Cruise is well, being absorbed to her, right? Yeah. And so he, and he becomes. The mummy. The and mummy. If, I, if I understand, Dracula told as well. It's so. It's also sort of he's he's a an anti hero. Yeah. He's, slash reluctant a dark hero. He's a, he's a dark hero. Like yeah. oh, we think he's a bad guy, but he totally did it for the good guy reason. His love. Right. My suggestion is okay, and, and this is all leading up to your Avengers movie, which I'm. I, Anyone listening that uh, there's, I can I know some people will follow me on this, but uh, we'll get we'll get there. Um, have a ragtag group of Goonies style. Let's go like in their 20 somethings, maybe a couple, maybe like 30 somethings, like a young group of ragtag monster hunters, like in the vein of Buffy, the vampire slayer in the vein of everyone's got their shtick, like the smart guy and like uh, sneakers with uh, Robert Redford is where I'm thinking here, but they're going up against the Wolfman. Or they're going up against. Right, let's go, creature of the Black Lagoon. Let's okay. go. Christopher Nolan set a precedent by making Ra's al Ghul and the Scarecrow his first villain in a Batman movie. Sure. Who the hell knows who those two are? <laughs> I mean, we know who they yeah. are, and anyone listening to us knows who they are. But yeah. the public, Scarecrow yep. and Ra's al Ghul were not in the 1960s Batman, and they nope. weren't in the Tim Burton universe. So who the hell are these characters, right? Yep. That was really smart because you could focus on world building and character development on Batman, on Bruce Wayne going up against these who there's no preconceived notions on the Scarecrow or Ra's al Ghul, right? Mm -hmm. So Creature from the Black Lagoon, let's get nuts. Let's have a small town being terrorized by this creature and in comes these hunters, these this group of paranormal uh, believer, right? And those are your main characters. Have some fun with it. Have overlapping dialogue. Get wa- I'm not saying go goofy, goofy, wacky, but have some Spielberg-level fun with this group of misfits taking care of this creature. And that's your movie. That's your singular movie. It's just these guys against the, this creature who's from the Black Lagoon. Don't, don't even, like, be super obvious about... This is the dark universe. It's the creature. You know the creature from the black. Like that That should be secondary to, yes, that's what it is. It's fighting the creature from the Black Lagoon, but it's about this, let's have some fun with this. Let's get dark. Let's let's have some a dark sense of humor. Kind of what people think they thought maybe was what Suicide Squad was supposed to be. These guys don't have to be like white knight heroes. They're a bunch of misfits that are taking on this monster. Okay? Okay. Follow that up with 
like even even like it could be a standalone film. We're talking Iron Man style here. We're not going to have some big stop the movie to be like, guess what? This here comes Russell Crowe again. Here comes reference <laughs> to Tom Cruise, which, from what I understand, was the that that uh, agency mm-hmm. that that group was supposed to be the the through line between them all. Yes, uh, yeah. I, I agree uh, with the way they established it in the Mummy. That is a bad through line. Oh, just don't stop the movie to have Wonder Woman watch QuickTime Files. That's not how you do this. <laughs> yeah. Have your singular film, Iron Man 1. That's how they started the Marvel Universe. That's yep. how they need to start. Boom. You got this adventure movie. Have some fun with it. Get some like B-list, some SNL alum. Get Key in there if you want. Whatever. Like have some fun with it. It's just a middle budget film that could be a blockbuster if you, if you handle it right. Mm-hmm. And then maybe End it conjuring one style where maybe after everything's said and done, it's, Hey, we got our next uh, assignment. We got someone hit up the message board and we have to go check. There's some weird invisible dude that, like taking, and then boom, that's that roll credits so that you can come back, have another standalone style movie with these group of monster hunting folks. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now they're in and even subvert the genre. So it's not like the last one, which was, a freak in the woods monster style creature from the black lagoon. Now take them into the city to go up against the wolf man or have them go up against, uh, the, the invisible man. Right. Mm -hmm. And bring back the cast. Don't make it a true, true direct sequel where it's like, you gotta have seen the right. Go incredible Hulk style where it's like, Oh, you can just watch Hulk. It doesn't, it doesn't, you don't have to have seen Iron Man. They aren't even that connected until the closing credit sequence. Mm -hmm. Okay. The, the main characters of these movies is this group. Okay. And there's, and I'm also studio. I know you're like, come on, we want the, the monster is your star. You cast Johnny Depp as the invisible man, but he's the bad guy. He's the one they're trying to defeat. So every time he's on screen, he gets to chew the hell out of the scenery. You sell the movie with him as the star but it's about these nobodies trying to stop this somebody. And that works. And I'm like, and that's, that that's meta leveling here. You're like so skeptical on this idea. A, a little, a little bit. Um, I, let me, let me, I, write. I, I also, you uh, have an idea now mm-hmm. for how I would do a creature from the black lagoon movie. Good. We'll go back to that okay. because this is all ramping up to getting all these, you can do two, three, maybe four of these movies before mm-hmm. you get to the big Avengers. And as yeah. you get well, to I, three, I, right. Isn't, isn't the math five. Yeah. You go uh, uh, Cap, Iron Man, Thor, Incredible Hulk, and oh, Iron Man 2 yeah. before you get into Avengers. Yeah. Um, dude, this is not a dark universe that I'm building here. No, it's not. I'm building the Monster Squad. Yeah, you are. And Monster Squad is great, and that would be a great movie to remake. But they're not kids let's, now. I'm saying- I, Whether they are or not, I, Monster Squad's great. Yeah. Let's let's make a Monster Squad movie. Uh Monster Squad. Well, the, so the, it's, and we don't have to even call it Monster Squad. That's what no, I'm saying. Like anyone but that, yeah, that's, see that's, where I was that's, going with that's this. Where you're, that's, that's the road you're going down. And I, because, I like that idea. Because then you have your Avengers style movie where it's now they have to go up against all the bad guys they've faced. And now something that I've been talking so much, Jim. I'm that's sorry. okay. No, the, I, I'm. <laughs> you I look got, like you're on board here. Stuff, yeah. The thing that makes the Marvel Cinematic Universe work so well that no one else has been able to do is they're mm-hmm. lay, they lay the groundwork like they're telling a TV series that's yeah. episodic. Like we're watching season finales whenever the Avengers get together, mm-hmm. mid-season finales when it's Civil War, yeah. right? Do that so that 
if you just f- treat it like episodic, don't try to force these through line yeah. connections. Just tell your singular episode. Sure. And have a hell of a lot of fun with it. So I don't, I don't know if I'm meeting the studio demands at this point, but if the monster is the star and it's just trying to stop the monster from doing what it's doing, put the spotlight on the star playing the monster. So you can have Johnny Depp, the invisible man, or you can have Javier Bardem playing the wolf man or whoever we're going to cast now that sure. By the time we get around to this, I'm sorry, studio, everyone's aged out, pick someone cooler (laughs) and sexier. (laughs) Um, and then, okay, so I've just talked for that's, like that's okay. 10 minutes straight. Yeah. So yeah. what do you think, you Jim? Do you, do you like my concept here? Um, it's it's pretty good. Uh, Is the studio it, booting the, me the, from the room here? It's not booting you. It it uh, it doesn't like that you've, uh, frankly, sidelined the monsters. I, that's, okay. that's supposed to be the, the draw. That's supposed to be, that's supposed to be what eventually comes together. Well, and I, I get, I totally get how making the the what should be villain of a movie a really hard thing to like this is what we're going to keep following like that's that's really tough um but like the whole the style of the film the tone of the film the settings the look everything is built around who the villain is right and any any like visionary director who Mm -hmm. who will be able to look van helsing's not a good movie but uh it was built around the gothic idea of dracula right mm-hmm. so everything about van helsing from the clothing to the stylistic is all gothic dracula it, did, it stuff. did look pretty good yeah so to have the creature from the black lagoon all everything is built the villain sets the entire tone of the film the sure. look of the film so they're the star you sell the movie on them and having that audience applause moment that you'd get from old school theater and whatnot of the star suddenly showing up. How, how placating to ego is that? Like, Oh, just your introduction into the movie is going to have people standing on their feet in the movie theaters. Like <laughs> it's all about you. You're the star. You're the sure. main character. You're on every poster. And it's about these guys trying to stop you. Sure. <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, so that's, that's sort of the angle I would go with. I, I wouldn't make the monster squad, the, like for for the creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. So the way I do that is is kind of what you said. It's about these monster hunters, and they come into this ter- this area because they've heard stories about this creature from the Black Lagoon, mm-hmm. um, and they go to investigate. And so what the story ends up being is they're investigating this creature that keeps attacking this town, um, and the reason it's attacking this town as they investigate is they find out uh, it's it's pretty cliche, but uh, it works. We keep going back to it because it works. Maybe yeah. it's not cliche; it's archetypal. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> we're beyond cliches uh, here. It's an archetype. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the archetype? Uh, there is a corporation of some kind that is messing with the environment, mm-hmm. which is driving the creature from the Black Lagoon to lash out at the local community. Oh, you're touching into some of them liberal themes. Little, of, a little of, bit of global warming. A little bit, mm-hmm. and I, I realized as I was coming up with this that this could potentially lead into one of my other uh, Grand Avengers ideas. Okay. Um, but uh, not necessarily the way I originally intended, but it, it still could. Um, so, so what they end up finding out is that the monster is being pro- uh, uh, motivated by this other bad guy who's messing with things. So then they're all like, oh, no, that's not great. And so now um, 
they're not necessarily trying to. Oh, okay. Right. So uh, uh, it doesn't become a, oh, we got to help the fish man, mm-hmm. but it kind of does. It's, 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 it's like. It's a little of both. You know what? There's a, in this dark universe, and I know I removed it from canon, but I'm putting it back into canon. It's the Scorpion King because Emotep and uh, um, Rick have to team up to stop the Scorpion King at the end of Mummy Returns. Well, I don't like that now, but. <laughs> Um, but, okay, I like your, you're saying that. So, so that, that's what I would do with Creature from Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. And then what you end up finding out at the end, like I'd, I'd have, there, there'd be a B plot where the creature like seemingly falls in love falls with in, like yep. the, the woman and the monster squad or whatever. Um, so that actually I think becomes a little key in a moment. You find out uh, like maybe this creature gets wounded or captured or killed and you find out there's more than one. Oh, oh. no, it's not just one creature from a black lagoon. There's a whole friggin' possibly society of them. Oh. And right? it's just the the one that got oh boy. Yeah, and and mm, perhaps okay. the 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 woman who had had become uh in in uh not she hasn't become enthralled that the monster became enthralled with. She can somehow like, like a little bit sort of be like, how about you guys attack them? So she kind of like the queen of the, the creatures. And, and I like princess I'm Leia not, with the Ewoks. Yeah, there you go. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm not the studio I'm not, asking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah kind of like that. Uh, I'm not married to that. That's, that's not a thing that I think is necessary, but something like that. So, uh, and, and you end, you end with, um, uh, uh, right, so you get an awesome fight. You get an awesome third act where all of these creatures are attacking. Yeah, like you just say, the like, one monster standing there, like it's just one, and all of a sudden, yeah, all these things bubbling sure. out of the water, and even the monster squad is like, oh shit, <laughs> oh oh, there you go. It is the the original one is captured by the corporation who have paramilitary troops mm-hmm. and things like that. So then when the army of, of creatures comes out, there's this big fight going on in our monster squad. They can't sway this fight one way or another. So what they're doing is they're basically sneaking through, trying to get into the corporation to free the original creature who is the leader of so, the group. I thinking like super eight style where like the military is just like the whole place is going nuts. Kind of. Yeah. And like they're just running through. Quick little tangent here to ask you in terms of what the studio is asking. Yeah. How funny. I think that having like a really sharp sense of humor in this delivered by the written the right way. Think like I don't want to get so lampshady we verge into like a Boy Scouts Guide to the Apocalypse where it's like, haha, I get an insert joke here. But could you know you- what? I watched that recently. <laughs> I actually kind of miss that type of humor. Okay. So you're okay uh, with it? No, not, not for this. I just in general, okay. as, as a movie fan, <laughs> no, not for I kind of, I kind of miss that type of humor in movies. Is, I feel like that's, that's a type of, uh, uh, low, low level. It's uh, hang, uh, low hanging fruit. Yeah. There. Um, that, so, that we haven't really seen very much of in the past decade or two. So would you uh, have a character but, say something like, Hey, where'd Sarah go? Ah, she's been shape of watered. Sure. Yeah, that's that would be okay. Like yeah. having I th- Dave, I think Dave, the, Dave, the level Dave Fogler, of humor, <laughs> Dan Fogler. Yeah, <laughs> the the level of humor I would want. Well, actually, uh, so we talked about Hall- Halloween, the new Halloween earlier. Mm-hmm. They actually have a few jokes that are kind of like that that don't ruin the the tone. Okay. I I think of of the movie they set up. So I think jokes like that would work just fine, but the level of humor and, and campiness I'm imagining, uh, you actually kind of mentioned it earlier is the original, the mummy, mm-hmm. right? Um, make it a little more of an adventure because it's Have about this, fun, yeah. it's about this group of, of people mm-hmm. who 
everyone thinks is weirdos because they're weirdos going out into the swamp, right? Right. To, to investigate this thing no one believes in. <laughs> so, the, yeah, they're, they're already going to be sort of these misfits. I, th- so, I, th- I thought of another way, and since we're on talking sure. about the group here, the, we're, they're the Monster Squad. I'm not going to lie. That's <laughs> immediately where my head went with this. Another way to sell this studio-wise to, to say, no, your sure. monster, who you have playing the main character is the star. The Monster Squad are not attractive. I don't, I'm not saying <laughs> a bunch of, but don't cast sexy Chris Hemsworth. Sure. Right. Cast, uh, Judah Freelander. Like you don't like, yeah, that's, that's a nice, like subtle way to make them very normal. Well, yeah. and plain Honestly, looking. like the, uh, well, I don't, that kind of insults him a bit, but kind of like in the mummy, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Cruise's sidekick uh, character. Ja- uh, um, it's, it's Nick from new girl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. it, that, that type of thing, right. Yes. He's, he's obviously, he's not going to anywhere outclass Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Exactly. The, but the spot, not, not, on not, now equating Judah Freelander to him <laughs> and the creature from the Black Lagoon to Tom Cruise. That's really rude to Judah Freelander. I'm sorry of all the people I could have like pulled from <laughs> him. What I was thinking was like 30 Rock, thinking sorry, sure. to tangent into Tina Fey's autobiography where she talks about friends was the exception, not the rule. No one wants to watch a bunch of beautiful people. I agree. From from what I understand, because I know you're going, and I, I interrupted you, which mm-hmm. is a terrible thing to do as a person, and probably on a podcast because you didn't get to finish your point. I'm the studio the audience. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I'm wearing a suit. <laughs> you are. He is. He is wearing a suit right Laying now. Down. Anyway, yeah. You were saying. Well, <laughs> um, the the point you were making was uh, uh, friends is is attractive people, mm-hmm. and Tina Fey said that that's an exception. Yeah. Um. I I remember I watched a thing that was like, oh, we're we're studio we're the studio and studios were amazed by this revelation that you could do comedy with beautiful people. Who knew? And the thing is, <laughs> so people like Tina Fey and and uh, you know us less attractive folk are gonna be like, yeah, no, that's an exception. Whereas the studio is like, yeah, no, we're going to keep doing this. Keep Just making keep funny, funny. Uh, pretty funny people. So a way to help sell this to the studio in terms of like, no, the monster's a star. You're, you're be- the only beautiful face in this freaking movie is your poster guy is Johnny Depp is Javier Bardem is Angelina Jolie. Now the difference here is I don't think we can get a pretty person, a famous person to be the monster. Well, because it's you had got to a say very shape iconic of water. look. All you have to say is shape of water. Like, sure. Like Doug Jones obviously is not known for his just being Doug Jones. He's always a creature feature. But I think being able to be like, I mean, people are going to be asking how long <laughs> you were in the makeup chair. Like you've, you, like, oh, you, oh, you so. Oh. It's like a prestige to be like, oh, tell us about the, the eight Maybe, hours you spent sure. in makeup. I would way rather spin that than to cave to uh doing a a transformation a, a person who can transform like get a character actor you're saying oh no you're no, saying get like, a person who who like like morphs oh no 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 no. i don't want to see that i don't want to see that <laughs> no no i meant transformation in the chair like yeah we no, the yeah. creature from black black lagoon is a creature like it's, we're not it's gotta be he's not yeah. a mutant who's like i'm a pretty handsome guy yeah because we get that with the wolfman and we get that with yeah, dr jekyll and hyde we can't have it with all of our monsters yeah is well I mean, so oh. far we have. I'm I'm sure Dracula is the pretty man who mm-hmm. turns into bats. Yeah. We have the mummy who's a pretty man who turns into a corpse. Uh, <laughs> well, here, let me ask you this. So I – we have – because you asked for a franchise of films, we sure. kind of have to like move into other – I think there's a cool movie to be had here. It's a middle-budget middle movie, so they're saving money mm-hmm. there. Use the most of the money to get your star to play the creature. Mm-hmm. Um, having that ragtag group. 
uh, you and that what they end up playing in further movies is is sort of the the creature mm-hmm. the creature's sort of uh, comedic sidekick like the whole squad is we yeah. gotta follow this this is, this is our next next yeah. obstacle next like yeah so it's it's not that the movie follows them mm-hmm. it's that um they're 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 that comedic relief along for the ride yeah and they're the they're the main characters in terms of we follow them but I want to I mm. want I in terms of like uh, the the overall character development mm-hmm. is strictly based on the creature finding out what the creature is why the creature is what they're doing that's yeah. the whole story is about the monster why it's there the character development with our ragtag group is mm-hmm. limited to the amount of character development that happens in the Ghostbuster original two Ghostbusters practically none sure those characters do not go through major changes or arcs they will be the constant in these films sure the character that gets the story and the the development and the acting challenge is your monster sure yeah okay so uh uh do do you want to i would watch this creature from the black lagoon movie (laughs) with with knowing that there's more to come sure um Let's take a quick break here, and then we will come back. So, okay. uh, here's a quick break. Here's a quick ad. Ads are fun, right, Jim? Super fun. Yay, 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 yay. Okay, we'll be right back. Hi there, I'm David. And I'm Kate. And we're the hosts of another Zelda podcast. There are so many good podcasts out there, and some of them in particular concern the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> That's right, Kate, and we are another one of them. we That is actually the name of our show, Another yes. Zelda Podcast. And in our show in particular, we talk about some of our favorite dungeons, characters, boss battles. We have top ten lists. Yeah, we do deep dives on game design and production aspects of the different Zelda games. And we talk about our own experiences. We do some review episodes, talk about... Our challenges, our struggles, and our victories. That's right. You know, really just almost anything that has to do with Zelda, we like to talk about it. A new episode comes out every other Friday, and you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and YouTube. And you can also check out our episodes on our website, anotherzeldapodcast.com. That's right. All right, we will see you there. Okay, bye. Okay, we're back. <laughs> we are back. Okay, so we are continuing with the dark universe here. We've really just talked about the creature from the Black Lagoon, but I think we've laid some groundwork. I'm glad you're on board with my Monster Squad uh, destination here. Do I still think I've I've given I imagine them with a smaller role mm-hmm. uh, in the overall thing. Well, I, the uh, star of the film is the creature yeah. is the monster. I mean, let's if we go into say the Wolfman being next, uh, different location, different and. I don't know if Wolfman's the next is I guess if you think in terms we'll go like look at the Batman franchise you start with mm-hmm. Scarecrow and then you go to the freaking Joker so like the movie to follow the creature from the Black Lagoon what's the most prestigious Frankenstein like having a new Frankenstein uh, monster Prob- yes, I probably yeah um, well now uh, also the the movies they originally had planned that I was surprised they had Bride of Frankenstein planned yeah um, which gave me some ideas, oh, okay. uh, uh, well, thoughts about, or suspicions about where they, they might be going with things. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, right, if they're, if they got Dracula, they got the mummy. Oh, Jekyll and Hyde. That was the, uh, that's the, we even brought up were Russell Crowe multiple times. Were they going to give him his own movie? I don't know, but he's a main character or he's a, he's Russell Crowe was playing sure. Dr. Jekyll. Sorry, continue. Uh, I sure, sure would like to drop that thread. 
Um, <laughs> well, we can. Uh, we, we, we could. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe. The studio might demand keeping it. I just, I'll fucking make it work, I suppose. <laughs> I shouldn't swear. Um, <laughs> uh, fuggin'. Fuggin'. Yeah, that's it's, what I said. It's a Hollywood term. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. It's, it's, it is. It's it inside is. baseball here. We it's don't true. Yeah. yeah, we don't need to explain. What's baseball? Okay. <laughs> oh, you mean like League of Their Own? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like that. Um, so uh, what, what that made me think is, well, what are they saving Frankenstein for? Mm-hmm. And my thought was, oh, maybe he's the big villain that everyone has to come together to fight. Mm, that okay. was was an idea. I don't okay. know if that's that's actually true. I'm not actually that partial to that one. Um, so I don't have – thus far, uh, I don't have many ideas for the rest of them. I like the idea of Invisible Man. Uh, so we were just out in the swamp, out in the the, the country. Yeah. I like the idea of it being in a city. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going from like the, the mummy, bayou. The mummy has been in a, a city. It went from multiple cities, right? It, it spanned uh, all of Africa to, to Europe. Mm-hmm. Um but I like the idea of the Invisible Man being in a city and sort of playing with that theme of you're invisible in the city right. and our character will be literally invisible. I don't know where else to go with that. Yeah, that's a, the, the strange thing about Invisible Man is what's interesting about him. You don't get to see him. It's more of yeah. a visual effects character. So find, So something that – I don't know if we'll be able to just figure this out right here, but some whoever the genius was – that figured out how to do in helmet vision for Iron Man mm. is a fr- that's amazing. Sure, how they fit? Who, I I don't know if that's I can't think of like precedent to that, but the it's so standard now. You see inside Tony Stark's head or inside the helmet in helmet vision, and you just accept it. Like yeah, that's what it looks like inside the helmet. Mecha shows is all I can think of. Yeah, but even then you see but you're, the you're in a around. giant thing. Yeah, yeah. This is just the just face. The head, yeah. So trying to come up with a way to do the Invisible Man. Well, this Something seems like re- that. This is really silly to say, but how do you see him? Oh, here's how, how you do it. Yeah, you do Lord of the Rings vision. <laughs> you you so you see him and okay. you see him how he sees the world being invisible. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, having. Some oh, that works. And so, okay. So what you do, oh, right? Oh, dude. Yes. We have a bunch of we have a we have a bunch of different characters. You know what we don't have yet? We don't have our sneaky guy, and that is exactly what Invisible Man would be. Mm-hmm. You make it a heist movie. The Invisible Man's a heist film. Okay. Yeah. Mm, our, now, our, our is our monster squad trying to stop the heist? Our monster squad is not in this movie, TC. What? Why not? I'm telling you, they need to be the <laughs> no, through line. No, they are not the through line. I don't like the idea of there being a... Th- the. To me, the dark universe is about the monsters. Right. The, and and so you don't have a through line. This, they like are Coulson. What? They are Coulson. Col- Coulson appears in the stinger of several movies <laughs> okay. at best. Okay, okay, fine. You um, you're not giving also, me the Master Squad. No, I gave it. You get it for um, creature from the creature Black from Lagoon. Black Lagoon. Well, then Lagoon. not even worth having because well, because the other thing is uh, Jekyll and, uh, Jekyll Hyde mm-hmm. uh, and his friggin' organization. Yeah, they're supposed to be the through line. Okay, so through the movies. Um, so if you're doing Invisible Man, the heist film, um, I'm actually okay. okay I'm okay. okay with this. I'm okay. How about uh, uh, we're, we're brainstorming here? I, I'm I'm not married That's to the whole idea. Let's let's throw some ideas out. See what sticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the corporation we introduced in uh, Creature, mm-hmm. um, it is actually um, sort of a, a, a an antagonist group. Mm-hmm. It is a a group that is counter to our. Uh, I can't remember the name of the the the. the investigator group the uh from the mummy 
Um, uh, the Jekyll and Hyde group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Jekyll and Hyde group are the good guys, the quote unquote good guys, they're trying to yeah, they're shield. They're they're trying to hunt down these these abnormal things and mm-hmm. and evil things and stop them from messing up the world. And the corporation is interested in getting a hold of them and using them to their own ends. So they're Hydra. Yeah. Okay. Um. So what we do in Invisible Man is this is where we start having them meet each other. Mm-hmm. Um. The Invisible Man is not necessarily an agent of, but being manipulated by somehow the corporation and being sent to steal something or some things from the Jekyll and Hyde group. Is he an agent? Like in, like he's just on board, he's an agent working am, for the bad guys and doesn't know it? I'm not imagining that. I'm imagining he's being manipulated. Okay, so, okay, so, yeah. Um, he would like to get out from under the thumb of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, because the movie also needs to be an introduction, so we need to see the the Invisible Man become the Invisible Man. Right. Um, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. I, I'm ucking because like origin stories have been done so much, and it I, oftentimes to me it's like get either the origin story is the best, and everything that follows is no good, or uh, sure, or you you breeze through the origin so you can get to the good stuff. And I don't know, like Invisible Man's tough because. What do you do? I think you're onto something with the heist. I think you're onto something with making him this like manipulated agent where he kind of has to like pivot from for so, or against kind of right. Scenario. So then now he's like a now he's like a double agent even right. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily care about the agenda of the Jekyll and Hyde organization, mm-hmm. um, and he cares about being free from this this corporation. Uh, so he goes along with it, but he's looking for ways to get to 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 get out from under it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, I, uh, this, that's, that's a, a conglomeration of loose ideas, but I'm, uh, I'd, I'd be interested. I right? would too. You, 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 you kind of, you tell me those, those, those factors are in the soup here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, you, Not you bad. have my interest. You know, what would help if there was a group that we saw in the last <laughs> movie that could bring the audience back in knowing it was a sequel. Of You're sorts. right. The corporation. And, no, get them out of here. <laughs> I want to see guys in a van. <laughs> I want the Scooby gang in this. No. You know what's no. going to happen? You go ahead and make Bugs Life. I'm making Ants. You know what? Ants sucks. You make Ants. I'm making <laughs> Bugs Life. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, I don't, let's not go much further than that. I'm curious what your big all-encompassing Avengers movie is. Okay. So I will stop pushing the Monster Squad, but I want to – I Sure. I'm, I, I think that's the way to link all these is to follow this group of characters you can still make the movie stand alone. I'll stop pressing. Well, I'll stop okay. selling. As, stop as selling. the studio, if you are going to push that, I'm going to insist that be your Jekyll and Hyde group, which still works. That's you can fine. have them yeah. be a, a like like a a cell, like a a, a squad from from the organization in the the, the creature from the Black Lagoon movie. Get them but, recruited in the next one. Okay, if 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 you're if that's, we can find a consensus on this, is have them brought in. Um, um, I just I I think you're you're uh, I I know you don't see it that way, but I think you're under mining the uh the main character star power of your monsters mm-hmm. by creating this through line because they become your Ripley and then you can't have an alien movie without your Ripley without the without the 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 group the yeah. the misfits okay i can i can see that and how i would try to pitch it to the studio because sure. i use the goonies as an example i would pitch it more using stranger things it's the the two seasons we've seen of Stranger Things sure. as of this recording. Uh, it's the monster in it's the Demogorgon in the first one, and it's whatever the hell that second one was. That's the 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 star monster creature, and you're following the kids on their adventure to try to stop it. 
but the main kids are your, your, your the kids. kids. Okay, kids I kind of so, yeah. walked myself into that, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, that, so what's your big Avengers? I, How do you bring? So this, I think, I think these ideas. I have two or two of them. Mm-hmm. Two of them, I think. I think um, uh, are I, I ideally they will sell you on why you don't have those as your main character. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first idea is. Since we're making the monsters, the bad guys, our main characters, yeah. you're essentially flipping flipping the script. Um, I kind of don't like that phrase, but I'm going to use it a lot. Um, so your villain— When I turn the script over, it's just blank on the other side. <gasps> like the Invisible Man, continue. <laughs> That's good. Did you see what he did there? It's your 120 villain. pages of empty pages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's your Invisible Man. Oh, God. I wrote Invisible Ink. Get the hell out of my office. <laughs> Give this man a raise. He's a genius. <laughs> Continue. Sorry. Um, you have your villain, uh, the 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 high high level villain. Your your uh, Loki. Your Loki. Okay. Uh, or 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 Thanos. Mm. If if you don't, uh, wh- whichever your your main your main bad. Okay. Uh, is Van Helsing? Yeah, but he's the good. Okay. Oh, no, boy. you see what I did there. So then they're the bad guys. So make your good guy, the bad guy, like antagonist. Okay. Uh, Okay. Continue. So, so I, uh, this is the idea that I, that I said, I don't know know how I don't. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how many people Mm. would, would go for this. Uh, cause like, cause like, but, but Van Helsing's the good guy. Let me, let me studio adjust my tag here. Who do you cast? In the Van Helsing role. To oh, sell. that's that's not my role. That's I have a, I have TC for that. Avoid oh, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, but what I'm imagining. So so how do we vilify Van Helsing? How do we vilify the guy trying to stop monsters? Right, the bad guys. Yeah, that we've seen in uh, five movies and, up to this point. And have it not be Jekyll, the Jekyll and Hyde. Have him not be connected to the Jekyll and Hyde organization. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's actually at the at the the head of the the our evil corporation, mm-hmm. and uh, essentially. It's it's a uh, consolidation of power. He's not ju- he's it's being spun that they're trying to do the right thing by eliminating these monsters and using their powers for the better of mankind. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really just trying to to gain power over all of these things and to to essentially um, commodify uh, uh, their their uniqueness and their their power mm-hmm. uh, to gain control. Okay. Global domination. Domination. Um, domination. Uh, it doesn't matter if you say you're doing it for the better of mankind. You're still subjugating people, mm-hmm. and so you 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 kind of show it that way in the movie. Um, so that's how you, I, I think, I would uh, begin to vilify Van Helsing, um, and and whatever organization he has, mm-hmm. uh, and that's why the monsters have to come together uh, to basically defend freedom. Mm. I'm not it feels liking, weird. I'm not it loving feel, this. Yeah, it, it feels weird. <laughs> the cat I, I doesn't think, love it either. <laughs> no, I I think it could work. Like I said, that's a hard that's a hard sell. Yeah. To yeah. me, I think I think the the big bad and and I, I I'm now thinking of ideas on how to connect it back to our previous ones. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the ones that have already come out, which would be nice, but I, I can't think of how to do it. But the other ones we're going to develop. Right. Um. So, uh, most of his works are now in the public domain. I think you bring in Cthulhu. You bring in Whoa. a whole new monster. There's no 
for the the, the, for big, the big villain. Oh, yeah. Is this your second idea? Like your first yeah, idea was Van sec- Helsing. Yeah, yeah. Van Hel- I'm gonna Van Helsing we, doesn't I don't think doesn't really. Can, it's, yeah, I think it's harder to make work. Yeah, you could cast an actual person mm-hmm. in that role, but I think it's harder to make work also because like oh, it's the good guy but the bad guy. That that's hard to do. Yeah. Uh, this one is Cthulhu. the reason this Oof. works is Cthulhu is coming into our reality mm-hmm. from another reality. Right. You're, he's uh, portals are being opened. It doesn't have to be Cthulhu. You could make up a different one if you really wanted. Uh, the well, whole point, the whole the point of, the, of this one, yeah. yeah. Uh, the problem with that is Cthulhu is kind of already in our dimension. That's technicalities. <laughs> Don't need to worry about that. What's happening is a giant portal is being opened and a terrible, terrible monster god mm-hmm. the size of a city mm-hmm. is coming into our reality, going to destroy everything. How do you and stop a monster? With, with monsters. monsters. And that's Squad. why they have to come together. With the dang squad. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> you only get your squad if Judah Friedlander is. <laughs> He's unavailable. In- <laughs> He's unavailable. Um, so Cthulhu, so the giant Cthulhu monster. Is your, is your Thanos. Okay. Um, and, and that's why it's going to take the power of Dracula and mm-hmm. the mummy and mm-hmm. powers, uh, the powers, invisible man. This man's a tough this, one because the invisible not- man. I thought of how to, we're, we're going to retro, we're going to change a little bit about that heist movie. We're yeah. going to add a little more. So, invisible man, uh, once he's invisible, has his invisible vision and stuff like that. He starts seeing other invisible things. What else is invisible? Strange lines across the city. Ooh. Weird portals are opening. Uh, the the maybe maybe we get uh, 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 the teasing of of certain creatures coming through. Things like that. Mm-hmm. So the invisible man is going to be very important later on in identifying and closing portals. He's going to be the okay. character that maybe is able to cross over to those other worlds. You know what they would need to go up against Cthulhu and what I will just assume are Shatari ripoffs is an our, our army to go against an army. Now, uh, that's that's true. However, the problem there is Cthulhu's army traditionally mm-hmm. uh, are what are called deep ones, which mm-hmm. are basically creatures from the Black Lagoon. So fight creatures so from the Black Lagoon with creatures from the Blacks of Space. <laughs> Boy, would that be a CG nightmare? So, <laughs> mashing them together. So well, if the creature from the black green is like bright green. <laughs> uh, so, like my shirt, like a bluish greenish yeah, teal. Uh, so, so right now for me, the the big nerd wanting to maintain uh, uh, continuity and, mm-hmm. and and stuff with with what's come, uh, I would it it feels more streamlined and synergistic to make the creatures from the Black Lagoon be deep ones. Oh, okay. Meaning that they're the bad guys, Ugh. and that's not great. Um, but maybe maybe there's a reason there's a contingent of them that aren't. They're all like, yeah, we don't like our god, and we want to <laughs> stop him. Yeah. And that perhaps, perhaps that relates to... Um, the, the, the female character that's been made queen of them or, or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, well, we're going to do what she says because plot. Because uh, she's yeah. Princess Leia and we're the Ewoks. Yeah. Everything uh, is a, der- der- a deviation of yeah. existing source material. Yeah. And, that's the way so Hollywood makes yeah. shit now. We're the Ewoks. We're yeah. going to listen to Princess Leia and we're going to turn on the giant Ewok. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. In the sky. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, little uh, uh, if iffy there. Uh, it, something could be worked out. There, there, I, I think there's, there's 
we can suss it out. I th- for in terms of this dark universe, or specifically the the final team up film, particularly uh, the the team up film in that particular angle, like how that yeah. fits in. I think having this. hints of Cthulhu in the second third movie, like that's that's the like planning the infinity gem. Mm-hmm. Look. There's no doubt about anything that Marvel Cinematic Universe is the most successful and only version of this. Yeah. And everyone who's tried to mimic it has mimicked it incorrectly. That's why the DC Cinematic Universe failed. It's why the Dark Universe failed. They mm-hmm. just have not followed the well, template closely enough. Well, it's partially partially because it wasn't a template. It was we made Iron Man and it was super successful. Let's make a couple more. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's start building this road toward that yeah instead of like coming out the gate like get, we're definitely yeah. doing an avengers movie like yeah that's- just take your freaking time to lay the groundwork for this and earn it right mm-hmm. so that i having to work with the studio that has demanded things in my experience as a writer it often is we're gonna make four movies like hold on let's make one yeah you haven't made one you don't deserve four yeah <laughs> like and so I think you're having Cthulhu be the big bad. The only problem I can see from that is how do you go bigger than Cthulhu? Why would you go bigger? You'd have to like the you have to escalate. But, but in- that's our that's our Avengers. Oh, you're saying after that? Yeah. What's, what's our phase yeah, two? Phase two, right? Like um. Oh, there's so many. There's so okay. many that are bigger than Cthulhu. <laughs> Good. We can worry about that as long as you know that there's bigger down the line. So I think the the. And the studio demanding, so you demanded that the Dark Universe be built successfully to reach an Avengers level. And I, yeah. I did have a third one oh, that uh, said, hey, we don't have to follow the Marvel template. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what the plot would be, so maybe that makes this a, a, a not working one. Mm-hmm. But the third one is, let's not do that. It, let, let's do like basically like a Royal Rumble. We're going to have all the characters and they're going to fight. They're going to be the bad guys. Don't team up. And maybe... Your monster squad yeah. is our sort of right central good guys who have to now navigate this giant fight between what five five horrendously powerful beings six. Uh, okay, so I'm glad you like that idea. Now here's what I'm thinking: if we follow the monster squad to these movies, right? Mm-hmm. If the dark universe is following this bunch of nobodies and it's always about the monster every the aesthetic of the film the star of the film is the monster that uh you you scoffed and i lost my train of thought that's <laughs> just yeah. the damn look you sorry. made <laughs> sorry is i don't even know what i was gonna say <laughs> sorry you you just hate the idea of the monster squad which is fine no, i don't I'm hate trying- it i just i'm i'm worried about it being the through line through all of them it's like I, I don't mind them being there in that final movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think they should be. First of all, they weren't. Oh. They weren't in our Dracula movie. They weren't in our Mummy movie. Right. Um, and now we're putting, and now we're suddenly going to put them in all hey, the movies. Thor three fixed everything that came before it. So I'm just saying that there's a possibility that you can retroactively fix sure. what's come before if. Uh, even having Russell Crowe show up Nick Fury style at the end of Creature of the Black Lagoon and say, okay, hey, okay. we want to recruit you. Okay. And they're like, no, we don't work for you. You know what? I'm coming around. Mm-hmm. So the Monster Squad, uh, uh, Russell Crowe is on it. 
put him okay he's the guy yeah, driving the because, van <laughs> because at the end of the mummy mm-hmm. the organization was was their their headquarters was pretty much destroyed so they got nothing left yeah and so he's rebuilding with with what he has okay okay yeah bring bring him in right from the get on here there's always, he already exists from the mummy and i think i feel like looking at something like the nice guys russell crowe could be better utilized than the dr jekyll mr hyde oh dude seriously yeah add him to the group because he's got a secret they don't know the fact that we well, know we, we already know uh, we know but they but his team well, doesn't know He's the freaking Hulk. I feel like his team would. Okay. I'm. I keep having it. Having maybe one of the team like, hey, I know what I know. I see it in your eyes. You're crazy. Um, The thing is that, like, if you have them, if we follow them, if they are Eleven and Mikey and the gang uh, that we see each episode of this franchise, Mm -hmm. you either contain the monster or you make peace with the monster. They make peace with the creature of the Black Lagoon and say, hey, you stay in the water, we'll stay out of the water. We cool? We cool, right? And then having something like, say, the Wolfman, where it's like, hey, we cool? We not cool! We not cool! Okay, we gotta lock him up, okay? He is contained. So then when you come to the big blowout movie, and you've given either going up against Cthulhu together or Monsters Unleashed, Mm -hmm. which having them all escape all the bad ones that they've contained escape Mm -hmm. and they're like terrorizing the world together then you have your your squad of heroes that we've seen every step of the way saying we got to go up against them again all at once let's see if our friends that we were nice to will come help us because then you have a batman versus superman style where it's half the monsters versus half the monsters if you have say the wolfman and dracula and the mummy they're pissed off and they are teamed up and doing some bad sh- stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you can have Creature from the Black Lagoon, Invisible Man, who's sort of an anti-hero. And, and uh, so, uh, uh, I don't know who I'm, Bride of Frankenstein, yeah. come in and be like, we'll work with you because you didn't lock us up the last yeah. time. So I had they, an idea for Bride of Frankenstein, like a, like a plot for Bride of Frankenstein as well. Fire. Um, so I don't know much about, I, I unfortunately haven't seen Bride of Frankenstein, mm-hmm. uh, but my idea would essentially pitch it as uh, a modern day, like mm-hmm. like uh, several of them. Um, but she would be a, a straight on protagonist. Uh, she is um, reanimated a lot like the Frankenstein's monster, mm-hmm. but Frankenstein is out there still making uh, more more of these, these monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, I realize that there's a couple franchises like Frankenstein franchises out there that do something similar. Mm -hmm. Uh, But heck with it. I'm going to do it too. We're going to do it better. Uh, So Bride of Frankenstein has made it her mission to hunt these things down. She's trying to find her husband Mm -hmm. and stop him. Oh man, having your little group. Sorry, I know I'm trying to say if they, if the cold open is the group like going up against a Frankenstein's monster and then she shows up and just mops the floor and then (laughs) leaves and they're like, who the hell was that? We need to team up with her (laughs) and then follow her through. Sure. Like always my group is the sidekicks is the, is the funny people is the, in over their head group. If we do, if we do the uh, the group movie where they have to fight a big bad like Cthulhu mm-hmm. or the my odd Van Helsing one, mm-hmm. if if we have to do one where the monsters team up against a big bad, mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, uh, the, the monster the monster squad, uh, they I I feel like they need to be less involved. Yeah. If we do uh, the one where it's the the big 
the big fight between the, the, the factions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Royal Rumble. I am okay. I am okay with them taking more of a center stage type thing. I just thought of the stinger for the big Avengers movie. If you if you can and, get on board for the Monster Squad, I just thought of a uh, stinger. Because well, because the other thing is, I actually think the Royal Rumble style matches the franchise better than trying to un un than trying to unveil a whole new universal monster that you're going to love that they're all going to fight. Yeah. Instead of doing that, going the classic route, like where they had Frankenstein versus the Wolfman mm-hmm. is kind of what we're doing here. Like yep. we have this side versus this side. Uh-huh. And then we get to see these, these fights as they, as they uh, pair off and your monster squad. Uh, because then uh, I, I liked, I liked what you said. I'm not just going to repeat it. You can rewind this thing and <laughs> listen to it again if you really want to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like that. And thus the monster squad, the, the, the Jekyll Hyde group would need to be pushed forward a bit, which matches our existing, uh, properties of the mummy. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm leaning toward that one. Here's your stinger for the, the Avengers movie. Cause we need to set up for phase two, right? Okay. Kill the only like the the leader hero type of the group that was basically being mentored by Russell Crowe to take over the group, kill him in the Avengers or the Avengers in the Royal Rumble uh, monster versus monster movie. Your stinger is reanimate him. He's going to be Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster. So that if, if Frankenstein, the Dr. Frankenstein gets away, he's the, okay. he's the uh, Baron Von, uh, sure. uh, Von Strucker type character. Uh-huh. Got to go to Marvel. He's the best thing we can reference. <laughs> Although anyone listening to this is like, who the hell's Baron Von Strucker? Yeah. He was in Avengers <laughs> 2 Age of Ultron. Pay attention. <laughs> uh, reanimate. We'll, I'm just going to call him Mikey. Like reanimate him at the end and like, he's alive. He's alive. And then that's your going to be your m- basically muscle villain leading into the what it would be the Monsters versus Monsters 2. Like he doesn't come back to help okay. them. He's just reanimated, eyes open, and we will bum bum bum. What's going to happen from here? We don't need uh, to think of phase two in its entirety yeah. right now. But I'm setting. We okay. don't have Frankenstein's I, I, monster I'm, in here. Right, yeah. Uh, well, I suggested at many Frankenstein monsters. Right, um, but and, we don't and, have and specifically because because right the Bride of Frankenstein. They named the monster Frankenstein in the movies. Mm-hmm. I'm suggesting the, the, the the fish people would go bad. No, no, they'd be good. Okay. Because they'd be directed by um, our, our our queen, mm-hmm. right? Our, our uh, from from our monster squad who got involved in Creature from the Black Lagoon, right? She, uh, so they'd be like, "Yeah, we'll we'll rally behind you to to save the world from mm-hmm. bad shit." Because clearly they don't like uh, bad stuff. Because uh, clearly they don't like um, uh, uh, infiltrators. Yeah, right. Because that's what the corporation was doing in mm-hmm. in in their movie. So um, with the the bad guy characters i think the way you laid it out was the mummy dracula well the, the, he's a defender it gets it gets a little weird because they're trying to make them bad guys but good guys mm-hmm. um but you said the fish people versus, versus the frankenstein the, monsters versus the frankenstein what? monsters uh, uh so so that's right those are our those are our nameless monsters mm-hmm. uh, uh nameless faceless monsters fighting each other the, as what, we can you, then go to our iconic characters uh so it'd be it'd be uh fishmen versus stitchmen Fi- <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just I like the idea of a reanimated female hero fighting oh, no. a bunch of reanimated. I'm all and in I'm for thinking that. of yeah, other that's... details like the mummy has 
power over life and death, right? Mm-hmm. He can desiccate people and raise them as, as undead to fight his battles immediately. I mm-hmm. like the idea that whatever Frankenstein does to reanimate corpses mm-hmm. makes them immune yeah. to the mummy's powers. So Fight, fight, fight. So, yeah, so now we have a real fight there. Yeah, and, but we don't specifically have bolts in the neck, green-faced Frankenstein, right? Like Bride of Frankenstein exists, you have your your – like a bunch of reanimated Frankenstein monsters, Mm -hmm. but specifically to create what will be the Frankenstein's monster in this franchise is your stinger, your post-credits stinger in the Avengers, in the monster versus monster movie. Mm -hmm. And it's the main character that was killed um, in that we've, we've been with every step of the way. I just think it's a, that would be the final little like comeback for phase two. We're definitely going to give you something cool. Okay. I'm 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 not totally sold, but mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not against it. Okay. <laughs> um, on, on the on the stinger bit, right, right. Oh, okay. the, the every, everything else we've been talking about. I, I'm I'm leaning more and more toward the monster versus monster ultra movie. Yeah, like um, having the two sides going mm-hmm. against each other. Because plus you can have like a traitor in the midst. If like Invisible Man is not a powerful character. With his invisibility power, actually, I think that yeah, that yeah. makes him right because what we're doing is it's not just that he is what what we're doing with the power we're giving him. Uh, uh, it's not just that he can't be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's something else. There's there's some some extra stuff there that we don't need to to actually like put our finger on his full power set. Mm-hmm. But essentially, uh, I I wouldn't want to make him intangible, but. Um, he would, he would have something that allows him, uh, his invisibility makes him on par with like these dudes like Dracula and the mummy where you can affect every living thing around you except for me while I'm invisible. <laughs> so then, so then I do things like bam fin behind you and, and try to do a, a stabby bit or, or, and then I disappear again. Right. <laughs> yeah. Different things going? like that. Right? So it's uh, uh, not quite teleportation, but uh, teleportation. A little bit like that. I know um, you're in here somewhere. Someone give me a bag of flour. Yeah. That's how we do it in these things. Right. <laughs> Someone give me a bag of flour. <laughs> um, shit. <laughs> Uh, Give me a bucket of pudding. We have a bucket of pudding. <laughs> bucket of pudding. <laughs> so, uh, so I think I think uh, he's he's not quite Hawkeye. Honestly, if anything, okay. if Widow. anything from this group, um, I think Wolfman and Bride of Frankenstein clock in at our lesser powered ones. Bride of Frankenstein, we can do fun stuff like ah, uh, she has super strength because undead. Yeah, is she and I like it because resurrected, she, not she, not undead, yeah. uh, resurrected. I do like and, that and she's like a, that. a badass kick-ass female. I think yeah. there's something really cool there. And uh, Wolfman, yeah, Wolfman is, well, he's Wolfman. I suppose you could make him the equivalent of like Wolverine, mm-hmm. right? So it's just, just kind of like really feral, really uh, something like that. But otherwise, I I like the Invisible Man's power. I don't I don't think it's just, oh, you don't see him. You can you can do a little more with, you yeah, can do more I, with that. Yeah, I like your idea of him being able to see things, that he has like he's, a, a skill he's, set we don't know well, about. I, I don't want to say that because other dudes have magic. I was going to say he's like the Doctor Strange. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just he has the ability to to definitely see these these threads of, of arcane energy mm-hmm. and thus, you know, Get around him. He's the ninja of the group, yeah. in a sense. Uh, so um, having – the weird thing is about a lot of these characters is like I'm normal and now I'm a freak of nature. Yeah. Now, granted, when the original Universal Monster movie 
it, movies came about. It was it was during the Cold War era. It was a lot of like the outsider, the alien sure. other, uh, and that's what they all represented at the time. Well, that's what a lot of horror movie monsters right. continue to represent. Uh, and I think that moving into a, a a current universe, one of the things that uh, to help make this happen successfully is to mm-hmm. stop trying to match it at a level budget wise and blockbuster wise as the Marvel films. I think that they, that no one's going to succeed ever again. Like Marvel did. I don't think anyone ever will not trying to do it. Yeah. I think that it could accidentally happen. And I I think playing it safer with budgets and, and, uh, um, they just not trying to reach straight for the top of thinking like Ant-Man and thinking like, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Strange is, uh, you'd brought up earlier thinking in a little smaller scope to get to that big scope, yeah. I think would be a, a big sell in how to, to create this. They, they pitched the mummy is this summer blockbuster. we got Tom Cruise, a plane's going to crash. It's going to be amazing. And, and so much special effects and we're going to make this whole big universe. And it's like pump your brakes. They didn't stop walking mm-hmm. into these things. I complained about it earlier. Start with Iron Man one at a time, build it, build yeah. it slowly. Um, and I think that having all these movies stand alone and slowly started over starting to overlap and not making these $200 million movies, take that $200 million and make four films, cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the key here. And uh, making them vanity pieces for the monster will get star power. Sure. Right. Yeah. I think that that's another factor here. Um, I, I would dig something like this. I think that having an adventure film, it's not aliens attacking, although Cthulhu technically is an ancient oh, universal oh, being. Actually, no, I kind of, maybe you save that for Wolfman. I was going to say, I kind of like the idea, like, like you brought up alien or, mm. or aliens, um, kind of doing the, the, the timbre of, of those movies for creatures from black lagoon would make some sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I kind of, I kind of like what we've, what we've laid out instead of making it so, so serious and dark, maybe doing something like that with the Wolfman, Having some fun with it. Uh, uh, no, no, ma- making it, uh. I know. I lost. I lost my thought. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> cut. Cut this entire last minute out. I, I uh, do, and uh, I can. <laughs> uh, we're good. I don't know how to segue out of it. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> segue uh, out of my void. Uh, so let me so take us all the way back to the core of this. The studio asked us to create a dark universe that could succeed. Have we at least broached the possibility of that happening? I think so. Uh, I think the fun of this that we didn't have in the last episode with Die Hard was we were pretty much all on, all in on every idea <laughs> each other pitched through Die Hard. We disagreed on it a little bit here we, and there. We did. <clears throat> but that's part of the pitch process in terms of trying to convince you having the everyman character mm-hmm. existing in this fantastical world is a way to go. Uh, that I, I pushed for it. I think I might have won you over a little bit. A little bit. It it depends on it depends on the 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 path that the overall franchise takes. Uh, and I think the one we we landed on is the stronger one. Don't don't just copy the cinematic universe that exists. Mm-hmm. Try to make your own. And ending it with a Royal Rumble, man, that actually. The more I think about it, that that's that's going to be super cool. It's and, the thing uh, is, I don't care. I'm not a horror fan. I appreciate the history of these characters. These are all public domain, legendary characters at this point. We can do anything with them. Being able to pay homage to them while having some modern day fun with them 
and bringing back the adventure film. There aren't adventure films anymore, like the Brendan Fraser mummy, like Indiana Jones. They don't make movies like that anymore. And I think that's something. I don't know if I completely agree. Well, I mean, you could look at something I, like. It's going to take like an hour to, to, <laughs> to think of all the, the actual. They're all examples. subversions of the genre. Because you yeah. could say uh, Guardians of the Galaxy has a lot of Raiders of the Lost Ark adventure element to the it. Jurassic World movies were supposed to be that. Yeah. I so don't think they succeeded. I, yeah, yeah. But the, <laughs> another fun to be had in here is to create that through line of this is the dark monster universe but each movie has a different style to it in a, in a genre well, I, I think i think that's what's important i uh maybe it's just because again it's the one cinematic universe that's worked so far but i think that's what marvel did and i think that's a good way to go marvel is it's a superhero movie, but it's this kind of it's, it's, a, it's spy this and espionage. You got yeah. Winter Soldier. You got a sci-fi Star Wars with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You got magic with Doctor Strange. Like you got a heist movie with Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. You got uh, all all these different things, and I think doing going that route, right? So so you have a monster movie, but you you do that. So it's a monster movie, but it's a heist movie. Right. It's a monster movie, but it's an adventure movie. Mm-hmm. It's a. a, a how would you describe Alien or Aliens? Alien like, is just like a straight up horror movie. Sci-fi. So, oh, Alien well, I mean, is a horror. Sci-fi. sci-fi horror. I, I mean, like the um, the the characters have to go in, and there's there's uh, and they're 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 kind of oh god, maybe that no, that's maybe that's what you do. Oh, here here's a pitch for Wolfman. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen The Gray? Yeah. Do the gray, but instead of wolves chasing down dudes, mm-hmm. it's Wolfmen <laughs> trying to run, running, escaping. We're doomed here. Yeah. That's a great movie. I don't know if that's a movie that sells if, to a mainstream audience, but and and mm, well, the, the, so the reason I was originally thinking aliens and why that led to the gray is in aliens, it's this group of marines goes to this planet, mm-hmm. uh, and then they're picked and, off. <laughs> yeah, and then they're picked off as they try to escape. Yeah, right. Do that with Wolfman. You have a group that goes out. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it has to be. It has to be our our monster squad. Yeah. <laughs> they go in yeah. and then they get picked off one by one. It's not oh, like what no, happened. Oh, you're killing them it, off. Pretty much, yeah. Not all of them. Not, no, Half not all of them. them. Uh, it's, it's a group of whole new people. Like, who are you guys? We're the new ones. No. Oh, it's, uh, I don't know. Somehow somehow you, you make that work. They're, mm. they're, you're going to have extras. Even though it's a plucky new group, yeah. there's not much left of the organization. Mm. They're going to have they're gonna have red shirts. They it's asked just, for more it, money. We're killing that. you in this movie. James Marsden's getting killed halfway through. Um, I love James Marsden. I think uh, <laughs> I, I, I think you do something like that, so that way uh, the Wolfman isn't because because you're going to end up uh, it's wolves, so you're out in the country. Yeah, you um, I, you don't have to do it that way, but uh, uh, I, I like the idea of wandering into the wolves' territory and then the wolf starts starts getting you because this guy's not a friendly guy. It's a predator. Yeah, right. So okay. I just I, I think there's an, a, a, a there's an opportunity to have a lot of action adventure fun in here to hit I well and I think the mummy like like it didn't succeed but I didn't think it was that bad no 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 it's uh, there, there's the a few is, things that that just don't, like it tried to have the the humor that you're mm-hmm. talking about Jake for Johnson. whatever reason <laughs> that's the uh, actor that's name. the actor's name yeah. well and 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 he was he was he did a good job for for his part but there's there's a bunch of gags that I think don't land mm-hmm. in that movie like like. Like they they put them there and it just doesn't work. Yeah. And then I don't know. 
I, I hate I hate being a, a person who's like I know this actor in this role and I can't ever see him another way. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise played a selfish jerk in the movie, and he's just and I just have a really hard time buying him as as this selfish jerk. I think there's there's the key and, is casting right, but also like that humor needs to be handled by the right person, I, and like. Uh, just quippy for the sake of quippy. Like Max Landis is not allowed to write any of these movies. Okay. <laughs> Cause he's not funny and he thinks he is. And like, he tries to be quippy and it doesn't work. And I don't want to see Jesse Eisenberg near any of these films. <laughs> and I've just, uh, you know, publicly mocked two very successful yeah. Hollywood people that are, will be more successful than I'll ever be. Um, and I've tangented it away from from the point here. I think this, there, there could be a fun universe to, ha- to be had here. Welcome. But, welcome to the podcast Burning Bridges. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> There's uh, having some fun with this, lampshading a lot of things, uh, paying tribute to the, the, the what came before in terms of like the history of these characters. I think there's there's an opportunity to ride the line. I don't want to see what's like suicide squad did like uh we're dark and edgy and we're all funny and qu- like no like that's it was the wrong david ayer is not a comedic director like <laughs> why was he the one involved with this and like i think casting the right people isn't as important as getting the right creative like script and director on these sure so having an having us studio thank you for to oversee this in a Kev- kevin feige uh, capacity to make sure that there is a consistency in these films while still giving us something different every time. Sure. That's the key uh, to the success of these. The yeah. the DC cinematic universe is just the same muddy, desaturated, gritty blah for five, six movies straight. Why did Wonder Woman succeed? You had the right director mm-hmm. and you did not follow the Snyder verse yeah, completely. Well, yeah, because they they made a not not a show bible, but they they essentially made their their um, franchise bible, a franchise bible, mm-hmm. and they said stick to this, and that's that's why it's not working for DC. In in, in my opinion, right? I agree. Yeah. Uh, there are people out there who think it's great and they yeah. want more of it, and that's they're, they're, it's fine. They can think that that's uh, that's their opinion. Um, it's just an opinion, man. <laughs> uh, but but I, I think prevailing prevailing thought is that it is not matching their expectations. No. Um, and, and I think, I think you're absolutely right. And, uh, as to why they're not and, and why wonder woman worked because it didn't stick with that, that franchise Bible Mm -hmm. and looking at the movies they're moving into, I think they are, they're, they're realizing that. So I think Aquaman, it looks very colorful. And what's, what's really weird is, is normally they should be like, oh, that looks that looks weird. That's what's what I'm, I I kind of want to see it for oh, those man. big battle yeah. scenes. Like <laughs> I want to see a giant squid fight a bunch of crazy Atlanteans. Or, and, or at this point of or, airing, you saw all this. Yeah, stuff. yeah, that that's true. Oh, that, that that's very true. Yeah. Uh, I I need to stop. Let's do stop the time warp again. That's uh, fine. And and like or the the trailer for Shazam. Mm-hmm. Um. Also looks very uh, different. Have, from yeah, the current, colorful, the current fun. Thing. Get away from that. And and so with with 
So I think actually, oh, oh, talk, talking about that. I, so basically, I think we're done pitching to the studio of the Dark Universe at this <laughs> well, point. We're just kind of talking we're about. We're just riffing here. So, yeah. I mean, we can wrap up if you wanted to continue Oh, talking. no, I'll, I'll, I'll talk all day. Uh, this will be the longest podcast ever. <laughs> um, well, before you continue, yeah. will this be on point to the Dark Universe or you just want to tangent it? No, I, I about think I'm just tangenting. Okay, <laughs> we'll talk off mic here. Let's wrap this up. I think, I think we've come up with what would be far better than what they had planned. I mean, obviously they canceled what they had planned. Yeah. So uh, the studio demanded a dark universe. I'd much, I would watch this. I think me too. Uh, beyond the fact that we just conceptualize it and clearly <laughs> we would love to make this. I, w- I just want to see this. I think that there's, you know, though we disagreed here and there on what they can do. I think overall we agree they should be having some fun. There should be the monster is the most important thing here. The, the overall tone of the, this franchise, needs to be consistent while still creating a variety in these mm-hmm. movies. So I think that with all we've discussed here, we've come up with a better movie than what we have gotten and what we would have gotten. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm interested to hear what the listeners have to say, yes. uh, whether they agree, what, whether they think Monster Squad's the way to go here. I know some of you agree <laughs> with me. Come on, let me know. <laughs> so uh, comment below, uh, tweet at us. Let's do some social stuff right here. So, okay. Uh, like I said, uh, so you can like and subscribe wherever you are listening to this. A huge shout out to 6.5 Media for giving us this platform and go ahead and check out, seriously, go check out everything 6.5 Media has been creating. You heard one of their commercial spots in the 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 beginning of this episode as well. Jim, where can people find you? Are you on Twitter yet? Are you on the Insta? I am on Twitter, but I've forgotten my handle, so that's not useful. You need to figure uh, that out. I am not on Insta. Uh... <laughs> So, you know, I'm, I'm real easy to get a hold of. Well, at the very, <laughs> comment if you want to talk specifically to Jim. You can That's just, the best you know, way to take him right here yeah. for now until for now. We, we hook you up with a, a proper social media handle here. So uh, you can find me at TC's Big Head on Twitter and Instagram. And that is it for this episode. The studio demanded a dark universe and we gave it to him, Jim, right? Woo! Woo. Should we do a high five? High five. Yeah, let's do a high five. Yeah, that was, that was we, we'll work on that. <laughs> All right, so that's all for this episode. We'll be back again next time with another challenge to improve upon the world of cinema. I'm TC. I'm Jim. And uh, that's the end. Yeah.